Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres, the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. We kick off the season. Week one against Atletico Bilbao, Athletic Club, and we win the game 2-0. Away from home, great performance. Uh, Highlight of the game, new formation, new younger players. A lot to talk about. Uh, It's going to be a bigger pod with two two parts. First part will be about Real Madrid and the recap of the game. We win 2-0. After that, we will talk about man of the match. We'll talk about a little bit of what the game was about and then the reasons why we won the game. And then after that, we'll have a a bit of a recap of some news and some new players, injuries, updates, new players signing. And then after that, we'll go to commercial break and then we'll talk about some top soccer news that so far from today and the past weekend and the past week so far that we'll see and recap a few games as well. So please stick with me. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And let's get started. So Real Madrid win 2-0. Two goals from Rodrigo. And uh, no, uh, two goals uh, from Real Madrid. One goal from Rodrigo. One goal from Bellingham. The first goal from Rodrigo was scored in the 28th minute. Pass from Carvajal. Impressive. He's uh, running down the line, able to come, which seems like Carvajal seems a lot more fitter this season. The right back for Real Madrid. Um has more energy, uh, a little more, more direction, has probably more help from Valverde, who's not going to be playing in that um, hybrid role anymore. It seems like it's just going to be even more helpful for Valverde and Carvajal to get up the line better and essentially more help from defense. So it's, it, Carvajal looked a lot better overall due to the formation size. The formation change with Valverde helping him on both sides of the ball from offense to defense and Valverde get up the pitch more further. He was able to get a pass from Rodrigo. Rodrigo was able to pass it back and Carvajal was passing back to Rodrigo inside the 18. And Rodrigo gets a shot off. Fairly not great shot, but he's able to get past the athletic club club keeper uh, near post and 1-0 Real Madrid uh, 28th minute. And then we get a little bit of Vinny Jr. in the 35th minute. He was, he showed up finally after 35 minutes, beating, making a turn on one player, then beating two players, taking a shot, but a bit lost throughout the whole game. Um, wasn't at his best. Wasn't there performing his best. Uh, in and out of the game, tightly marked as well. Not his not comfortable in that position of being uh, paired up with as a forward. He loves to be on the wing. But the 36th minute, we get a corner from uh, David Alaba. And Jude and the cross comes in. This coming from the left side. And uh, David Alaba crosses it. And so happily, Jude Belling was wide open. Takes a shot inside, uh, inside of the foot. Right foot. Hits the ground uh, and bounces twice over the athletic club keeper and able to go into the net uh, fortunate bounces poorly mistimed by the keeper of uh, athletic club but Real Madrid passed through uh, exciting stuff I mean 2 nothing. no better way to start the season that way uh, playing this way of um, I felt like we were in the game out of the game 
we were dominant enough to provide those uh, attacks, but also I don't feel like we were as comfortable as we were supposed to be in the game. But Athletic Club lacked a lot of fire and power um, in this game. Uh, I felt Frank Garcia was very poor the first half. Vinny Jr. was non-existent in his tightening mark, uh, tightly marked by two players most of the time. Who was impressive was Camavinga on the left side of uh, of the diamond midfield. So it's uh, Camavinga on the left side of the diamond with Jude Bellingham on top uh, as the number 10, right behind the two strikers, Vinny and Rodrigo. On the right was Valverde helping Carvajal. And I have to say the best side where they executed best attacks were from the right side with Rodrigo, Valverde, and Car- Carvajal combining. And that's how we got the first goal. Uh, exceptional play by those three. Um, and then we got Chuameni holding as the sole midfielder who had an excellent game. Wasn't seen much as making mistakes, wasn't seen much in the play, but that's a good sign of a good holding midfielder who's able to really come about into the game and uh, go non-existent, but also that's his job to break up plays and do the dirty work which was needed. Um the 38th minute I felt like it was kind of a penalty for in favor of uh, Athletic Club um, Militao had a clumsy challenge inside the box but the Athletic Club player had shot the ball before even getting challenged so it didn't come through 50-50 I've seen it call many times but maybe this call went our way but Overall, the defense was much better, except the fact of Frank Garcia being very poor on the ball. Um, also, the fact that Vinicius Jr. didn't show up to the 35th minute in a game. Typically, he's the first guy off the line in any game we play, but the first half just wasn't what I felt we could have played better. We were fortunate to get these goals, but again, these are the goals we need to put in to secure some wins. Halftime happens. We're up to nothing. Athletic Club in the second half push lines forward, make some changes. We control the tempo. We manage the team, manage the game around Madrid. But uh, unfortunately, we find ourselves in a bad place right now because we all we have lost uh, Militao in the 45th minute. 47th minute uh, due to an ACL tear six months out at least and this is second injury for a knee because we did lose Courtois later in the last week so now it's time for Rudiger to step up and cement his place in the squad but I felt both halves for both teams just was enough Athletic Club did offer some attacks but Real Madrid were sturdy enough and, and good enough to perform well in defense and perform well in both we did see some action and cameos from Tony Cruz and Luka Modric later in the game, subbing off uh, Rodrigo and Vinny, uh, bringing in Josolu. Uh, different lineup seems like that's what the trend's going to happen going forward in the rest of the season, maybe later building up to Tony and, and Luka Modric into the game, other games. But I think this is the lineup that he's going to stick with going forward to play us throughout the season in the important matches and the other players are just going to be complimentary now uh tony cruz and luca modric um man of match performance for me um 
has to go to Drew Bellingham. The way he covered every blade of grass uh, from defense to offense, tackling, making runs back, uh, tackling back, stopping the plays, uh, dribbling past defenders with speed, putting on a skillful show for, for the whole crowd, scoring his first goal in his debut. I mean, he was everywhere. <laughs> he was ev- completely everywhere over the pitch. Him and... Uh, him and Valverde didn't get subbed off uh, at all this game, and they were tireless. But uh, Jude Bellingham was tremendous today, something I haven't seen in a long time in a midfielder who just is all action. He covers every blade of grass. He is everywhere. He's offense, defense. Like I can't, re- I can't reiterate more what I'm seeing from this player. He is uh, one of a kind. He is a leader, and he's so young uh, at this point now, so... I think we have a gem on our hands, but the, we need to figure out where, how to put the other players around him to play better. Um, the reasons why we won, I have to say we are a more talented team than this, and we should be playing a lot more better. Uh, we should be more convincing in our wins. But overall, we played very good on defense because Alaba and Militao are a good partnership in the beginning. Rudiger was also very good replacing Militao. I think uh, we lose a little bit with our um, possession base out of the back with Rudiger, but we gain a lot more in defensive structure with Rudiger. So it's a give and take, but I think we're going to have to live with that at the moment right now with Rudiger being here and Militao out for six months. But Real Madrid have a better squad in three aspects, youth, speed, and talent. I think they have uh, goals any at any moment, any time player can put a, put a goal up. And Athletic Club just don't have that at the moment. They don't have fire and power. So, I mean, they will struggle going forward and they will find ways and they're going to have to get more goals this season to figure that out. But I felt Real were, were much better. Real were the better team and Real should definitely put up a challenge. But I, I have question marks over this uh, formation. Um... Other news for Real Madrid at the moment right now. So last week we lost uh, Thibaut Courtois to a knee injury. We are struggling to find a replacement. Today, Monday, August 14th, we signed Kepa, Chelsea's keeper, a season-long loan move. He's a 20-year-old keeper from Spain. He has five seasons under Chelsea at the moment. He started in Athletic Club, who we played this Saturday. He made his debut in 2016. And then the next year, he makes his move to Chelsea. Um, He's had... I've seen him a lot in Chelsea at times. He's been benched. He's been starred. He's had an up-and-down time in turmoil over his time in Chelsea. He's lost his spot. He's regained his spot between different coaches and decisions. He's also a player that refused to be subbed off for a penalty shootout. He's also a player that's been subbed on for a penalty shootout. It's just an interesting aspect of it all for this kind of player who's had a lot going on. And his time at Chelsea maybe needed a new beginning. So I don't know what uh, Carlo Ancelotti will do. I think he will stick with Luna. Probably for La Liga. And Kepa will play the cup games. I'm not quite sure. But that's my best guess. Um, Kepa, I have a lot of question marks over him. He is a player that is got mistakes in him. But if Ancelotti shows full confidence to Luna, I wouldn't be surprised if he gives him the nod. I don't know either about Luna, too. So 
Real Madrid have a question marks in that position as well going forward with uh, I, more question marks in, in goal than the rest of the outfield. So they're, they're going to have to play better defensively. And then again, uh, highlight this news as well. Real Madrid may not get a new center back to replace Militao this season. He's going to be out for six months over same as Courtois. Uh, same injury ACL tear but they won't consider any new players they are sticking with with uh, Rudiger, Alaba and Nacho they feel that's enough but I still think there may be some time I don't know there's enough time in the window we still have to the end of August and then we also have the January transfer window where we'll see where they both where if they do pick up another center back to add to these to the rotation if we don't lose another um another important note for real madrid is the mbappe psg real madrid transfer saga it seems that uh mbappe has been added back into the first team training sessions uh talk after the weekend talks uh, have gone well seems like they will renew a new contract for Mbappe's camp with PSG. I don't know how long and I don't know what will be his release clause, but it seems that contract talks are starting to up again and it seems like he will be signing for another year or maybe more years. Not quite sure, but it's not the worst thing for Real Madrid because Real Madrid need players who want to be here at the moment. They need to start figuring that out and maybe moving on from the Mbappe situation wouldn't be the worst idea either but time will tell on this I'm not quite sure what will happen but if Mbappe stays Mbappe stays and and nothing there's nothing more we can do about it and then I want to highlight another point Harry Kane makes his move to Bayern Munich they finally agree on a price Spurs and Bayern uh, it's about uh uh, an expensive deal for a 30-year-old, but Bayern needs a new center forward. Bayern needs a new uh, tactical lead, uh, gear post. They need more from their players, but it's a big loss for Real Madrid because we could have used him playing the same formation, the 4-3-3, have Kane there and have two wide players. But again, it's an important news for Real Madrid that they cannot re- they cannot sign Harry Kane at all. Um, and then the question mark of it all over the game that we saw is the partnership of Vinicius Jr. as a pair with the midfielders who love to make runs with the ball. And there's not a lot of filtered passes, so I've noticed in this game. And we have midfielders that carry the ball, dribble the ball, carry with speed. They run over the pitch, all action midfielders. But it seems like we're struggling with that filtered pass towards uh, players that need to get the ball and more players that need to... Vinny needs to be fed the ball. He needs to ball into space. So the question marks of this formation is really who will benefit the more, the midfield or the or the um, or the forward line, Rodrigo and, and Vinicius. So I think that's where we'll tell. We only can see going forward in the following season. Um, right now, we'll go to commercial break for a second. Okay, uh, thank you again, guys. I appreciate it. This is the second part of the pod. Um, the top soccer news at the moment right now, uh, August 14th, Monday, Moises Caicedo, the Ecuadorian international, 21-year-old, well, has been battling, has been 
has had two options, Liverpool or Chelsea. He chose the Chelsea option. Chelsea finally come in for a bid for 115 million pounds, eight-year contract for the 21-year-old Ecuadorian international, finally getting his move to Chelsea from Brighton. And then also the other news is Chelsea are ready to sign Romeo Lava from Southampton, deal worth 55 million pounds as well. And Liverpool had been looking at both of these players and they just have lost it. It seemed like even Liverpool's uh, bid for Romeo Lava was higher than Chelsea's, but Lava wants to go to Chelsea, so they they accepted those bids. So we'll see what happens to these two players. But Moises Caicedo to Chelsea is a huge boost for them a player that needs to uh will boost any squad and will boost Chelsea up going forward and push probably Enzo Fernandez up the pitch more and that will help the front line for Chelsea to find more options for goals so I mean that's a tremendous tremendous move for each of these players and a huge loss for Liverpool who hasn't had some good luck in the transfer market in the past two days losing out on two important key players in midfield um and then Friday we had Man City beating uh, Burnley 3-1. The promoted team lost to uh, Pep's team and the student uh, Vincent Company's team, who's Burnley. He lost two goals by Holland, one goal by Rodri. Messi wins again in the MLS uh, league against Charlotte. Uh, another seems more dominant than ever. Sevilla lose to Valencia 2-1 to start off La Liga on Friday. And then this, uh, and then Saturday we had Arsenal beating Nottingham Forest two one. Saka gets off the mark, showing his great skills, and he's ready for the season. Important, important goal for Saka to continue going and, and keep improving year by year. Dortmund win six one in round one of the German Cup. Luton lose four one against Brighton. It's going to be a long season for Luton Town. Uh, Everton drops points again to Fulham. Uh, Everton will continue to struggle if they don't get better players Sean Dice has a huge job on his hand so we'll see what happens after that but um, big news from Newcastle 5-1 against Aston Villa Tonali Sandro Tonali huge player (coughs) important player somebody who's really coming to light I mean they came firing out they had Isak get two goals Wilson scored a goal and Barnes and and Gordon fighting for that position in out wide and those two players have been in great form at the moment if you looked over this match and Newcastle just rolled over Aston Villa a bit unfortunate but Villa's first game of the season we'll see how it comes about but I wouldn't think too much into it as well and then uh, Harry Kane makes his debut in uh, in the Super Cup German Super Cup final against RB Leipzig RB Leipzig won the German Cup last year last season and Bayern won the won um, the Bundesliga last year so they played the Super Cup uh, 3-0 loss to to Bayern uh, seems to be the same story as last year very uh, very poor on their end very fortunate to win that title due to the collapse of Dortmund but uh, Harry Kane makes his debut 30 minutes uh, at the end of the game not enough to win the, win the game or win any silverware so he is still Still hasn't won a trophy yet for his any club he's played for. We'll see if that changes throughout the season. But I think Kane being there will give them more of a focal point, And Thomas Tuchel will have a player to lean on to 
to create his ideas and get his his players in line and more actively everyone will have their duty to feed one player PSG also tied their first game of the season they had Ramos the new signing from Portugal who replaced Ronaldo in the World Cup who scored a hat-trick they had Lucas Hernandez from Bayern to switch from PSG so that was a key for them as well um they also had Asensio making his debut and also Lee from Mallorca. It was important, very important uh, for new players to show up. But PSG tied, not good, but it also maybe brought the light to Mbappe. And then Sunday, Brentford uh, 2-2 draw against Spurs. Life of Falcane, Madison and Richie and Richarlison and Son all played. But the highlight for Spurs was Ball, which... They are committing a lot of players forward. Fullbacks playing as central midfielders. It's a very committed team going forward. They're going to offer a lot of goals going this season. So let's see if they actually change that scope. And then Liverpool won. Chelsea won. Seems both teams need some players to score. And they need a little bit more bite in midfield. And then Barcelona draws 0-0 to Catafe. Red card for Rafinha. Red card for Xavi, the coach. And Barcelona didn't look good breaking down any of Getafe's game. So we'll see what happens with them. And today we have Man United versus Wolves for the EPL and uh, Atletico Madrid versus Granada. And we'll recap them when those two games are over. Um, thank you guys again for listening. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs>